Welcome to Case Closed, the Contingency Fee Podcast. On the show, our team of industry experts interviews contingency fee attorneys. You will discover everything from how they got started to the secrets of their success and what's working in today's marketplace. And now, here's the Case Closed Podcast. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. We are here with Michael Hancock for the next uh, session of the Case Closed Podcast. Michael, please introduce yourself to the audience. Hey, I'm Mike Hancock. I'm an attorney in Tampa, Florida, practice personal injury law, been uh, practicing for about 30 years, and I have a practice with my wife, who's also my law partner and one other attorney, and um, we do nothing but personal injury cases for our clients. So, Michael, where'd you go to school? Went to uh, undergrad, went to University of Florida and got my bachelor's in uh, business administration there and went out to Texas to go to law school, ended up going to law school in Houston. And a little bit of a story, when I got out of law school, my wife went in, uh, spent the first three years practicing law out in Houston. And uh, when she got out, we, we both had family back here in the Tampa Bay area and we moved back here to Tampa started practicing here in 1991. Gator Nation, my friend. Gator Gator Nation. Go Gators. Yes, sir. So you grew up in Tampa? I did. All right. So you probably knew my grandfather, Joe Warshaw, Franklin George, my aunt, Sandy Friedman. I don't know them personally, but uh, obviously, you know, icons of uh, Tampa. Well, and where'd you go to high school? Went to Jesuit. Oh, my God. So another freedom brotherhood, service and friendship, my friend. What year did you graduate? Men for Others, uh, 1978. Oh, I was there when you were. So you were in Bill Shavino's class. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I was right behind you. My brother was a year ahead of you, Henry Newman. You knew me as Mitch Newman. Okay. Yeah. So small world. Small small world here in Tampa. Who gave you the best advice? And hopefully it was Billy Shavino. (laughs) Well, you know, it's it's funny. You know how Jesuit is. It, it's a it's kind of a brotherhood. It's a it's a fraternity in high school, and right. you know, we still have a close group of friends that still get together. You know, once or twice every few years, and there's a core group of maybe ten to twelve uh, guys that graduated together. And you know, I feel I can pick up the phone at any time and ask any of those guys any question I want. Yeah, it's amazing. I uh, talked to one of my friends from my class. You remember Andre DeVace? I don't, no. How about Elliot Stern? Yes. His father was Stern of SDI Radio. So I I keep in contact with those guys every week um, since high school. All right. Well, let's get back to why everyone wants to hire you. Who gave you the best advice and what was it? That's a great question. The best advice I think I had was really from one of my early mentors, a guy went, another fellow uh, Jesuit tiger, a guy named Tim Sullivan, who uh, is a few years older than than us and was one of the first guys I went to work for back in Tampa when I got back from Houston. And it's, you know, do what you love. And at the time, I was doing insurance defense for his law firm. And it just got to a point where, you know, as a young attorney, 
Our job was to be hired by insurance companies to defend their insureds and personal injury and wrongful death claims. And we all got really good at it. And, you know, there was a point in time where I'd go to trial and, and I can remember sitting there as, you know, the defendant got nothing. And I'm sitting there knowing that we had offered money, that we would have offered more money, that their claim had a value. And then, you know, through my work in trial, uh, they basically got zeroed out. And, after a while, that was about eight years into my practice, I said, you know, I just, this is not what my life mission is, is, you know, my life mission is really more to help people get the money they deserve instead of keeping them from getting the money they deserve. And, you know, Tim knew that and basically said, I, you know, you should go out and open your own firm and just do plaintiff's work. So that's what helped me actually leave a very, very good insurance defense practice in Tampa and start my own firm. What's the biggest frustration you have in practicing? It's really dealing with the insurance adjusters. You know, the insurance adjusters basically have a playbook. And, you know, back when I started, the insurance adjusters had a lot of autonomy that they don't have right now. And they had, you know, decision-making abilities to decide look at the facts of a case, decide how much the case is worth, you know, really negotiate with the plaintiff's attorney and negotiate a fair settlement. As time went on, Allstate was the first one to famously use a kind of almost like a, you know, AI generated type of algorithm uh, called Colossus. And instead of the insurance adjusters knowing their craft, and being able to interpret all the medical records and decide uh, how much a person should get paid. All that information was just input into the Colossus program and a set of values would be spit out that the insurance adjusters now can't deviate from. So that's kind of the biggest frustration is, is the fact that even though the insurance adjuster might know a certain case has a certain value, they're kind of, uh, they have their hands tied with their ability to really try to negotiate a settlement. So it forces more and more cases into litigation, which just delays things. Uh, We still get great results at the end, but it forces a case to be, the resolution of a case to be delayed for months, if not a year or two. Your most famous case? You know, I I think the the one that, that I still remember most about and still think about uh, often is a, is a wrongful death case, as uh, a product liability case uh, that I handled on behalf of a family who is, um, is a part of a pleasure boat that malfunctioned over in Polk County and ended up with a father drowning, uh, kind of slipping out of his son's, uh, adult son's arms And, you know, it was just a, the most tragic story you could ever even imagine. That was kind of the, the one that meant the most to me, the one that meant the most when we got a great result for the family. And, uh, you know, even though that happened probably 15 to 20 years ago, you know, I'm still in touch with the family and it's special to me. And what was your biggest verdict? I'll say the, the biggest settlement I had was uh, just over a million dollars. And that was limited to the 
to the really the insurance coverage uh, involved. But, um, you know, the cases that probably had the biggest uh, settlement value, they've tended to settle before trial. And that, that is somewhat typical of the, of the cases, the ones that the defense doesn't want to try, they pay good money on. So you do product liability, you do slip and fall, do you do auto accident cases? Yeah, in the scheme of things, uh, auto accident cases, injuries or death arising out of a car accident, trucking accident, golf cart, bicycle, motorcycle, I just lump those into motor vehicle accident cases. Those are the, the biggest majority of cases that we have. Then, you know, kind of premises liability, which could involve slip and fall cases, trip and fall, and any number of, you know, you get hurt on someone else's property in many different ways. I call that a premises liability case. So the best question of all, why should someone in the Tampa Bay area hire the Han- Hancock Law Firm? Well, you know, over over the years, we have, there's kind of a philosophy known as Kaizen, which is just incremental improvements over time. And not only, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, being AV rated, uh, a lot of my clients have no idea what that is, but to us lawyers, you know, that's one of the first things we look for in trying to evaluate another attorney. You know, back when I was starting, you had to be not only peer review rated by all of your, your legal peers, but also by a number of different judges in the community. So, you know, we might know that being AV rated is really the one designation or award that truly does show that you're at the top of your game as referenced by other lawyers. So not only have I had, you know, the experience to become AV rated, you know, also peer reviewed by best lawyers, peer reviewed by best uh, law firms uh, as kind of run by the U.S. News and World Report. You know, that that's one part of it. The other part is being, a, you know, truly a, a good tactician and strategist. But the other is, I think the most important part is how you treat your clients and the experience you give your clients. Because we've kind of perfected that end of it, uh, you know, address the how often do we we contact our clients? How often do we reach out to them? Do they know me? Do they know their case manager? Uh, do they know the lawyer involved? From the very beginning in intake, you know, we have lawyers who actually have those initial phone calls with the clients uh, to give them not only, yes, this is a case that we can, we can uh, take for you, but also give them advice on that very first phone call. That's really, you know, one of the biggest concerns that most clients have is when they are complaining about lawyers is I can never, I don't know who my lawyer is. I've never met him. Uh, I try to call in. He never returns my call. And I don't even know who my case manager is on my case. And if I do, uh, it lasts for a little bit. And then another case manager gets appointed to my case. So we've addressed all those concerns. And, you know, if you, you know, nowadays, if you look at Google reviews, which, you know, heck, if you buy a product off Amazon, you're going to look at the reviews 
and people do the same thing when they're looking for an attorney. And, you know, we're proud of, of all the Google reviews we have, you know, addressing those things, the client saying, hey, look, you know, Mike was there whenever I had a question. Uh, I knew my case manager, they're texting us, they're emailing us, they're calling us. And, you know, we've learned over time and put our systems in place uh, that prevent those shortcomings that clients clients complain about. So, Well, folks, I was on the defense side for my whole career. I only had one plaintiff's case in the whole dance. Um, you actually have an attorney who his whole staff returns your call, returns your text. It's unheard of. So you need to take that into account when you're looking for a lawyer in the Tampa Bay area. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank Michael Hancock for appearing on the Case Closed podcast. And Michael, this will get published in a couple of weeks. All right. I appreciate it. Please stay on. Thank you for listening to another episode of Case Closed, the Contingency Fee Podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening to this week's guests and their insight. If you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. Case Closed, the Contingency Fee Podcast is led by industry experts who unlock insights from the nation's top contingency fee attorneys. Each week on the show, the guests share how they got started, secrets of their success, and what's working in today's marketplace. Guests on the Case Closed Podcast include successful contingency fee attorneys that will share their secrets so you can close more cases. Tune in each week for a dynamic conversation about winning legal strategies that will grow your business. 